together. I like to sing that song, Lord, I lift your name, your holy name. Amen. We're here to lift the name of the Lord in praise and worship, create an atmosphere, welcome our Lord into our midst, that he can minister unto us freely, fully, and wholly. Amen. Everything we have need of is contained in him. Hallelujah. Let's just worship him this morning. Oh, Lord, I lift your name, your
the great I am who has come to us so personal father reaching way down to where we are oh God and lifting us up father oh we bless your name this morning father we bless your holy name and we worship you for your goodness and grace and your sovereign love oh God how we love you Lord thank you for your grace and goodness father Oh, God, you're so good to us, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Maybe we could just sing a chorus together. He is here. Hallelujah. Before we go to prayer, I'm going to ask Brother Jeff Wallman if you'd come and take us to the throne of grace this morning and ask the uh, deacons to come forward to take up the offering. Just before we go to prayer, I've got a couple of testimonies I'd like to read. Sister uh, Rena Witt says she just wants to thank the Lord for uh, a new leg, being able to walk again. The Lord is so faithful. He has been, it has been a long process, but He has been with me all the way. Just wants to thank the saints for praying. Amen. God bless you, sister. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. When we say let's all stand in the congregation, Sister Rena can stand. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Praise God. It always bothered me. I'd say, let's all stand, and I'd see Sister Rena couldn't stand. But today she's standing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. Glory. Praise God. Sister Karen Hendrickson um, says she a few months ago she had an x-ray revealing bone loss. She said, I denied it. And Wednesday morning, she had went for a new x-ray and showed the bone loss is gone. Praise God. Amen. We serve a living God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's sing this uh, chorus together and we'll go to prayer. He is here. can say that he is here oh god we would not want to be here if you wouldn't be oh god because we all are here by faith knowing that you have led us here oh god you have called us unto a feast oh god and a feast it is lord we have been sitting at thy table oh god these many years and months feasting on your word and you have been shaping and molding us oh god into your likeness and into your image, O Father, because that is what you desire of us, that we might stand in thine image, O God. We love you this morning with all of our hearts, Father, and we come with thanksgiving and worship and praise, O God, for the things you've done for us and the brothers and sisters in our midst, O God, for the testimonies, Lord Jesus, that we hear from week to week, O God, of what you're doing for our people, Lord, for Sister Rena, what you've done. We thank you, Lord. 
We bring thanksgiving unto you, Father. You, We worship you for what you've done for Sister Karen Hendrickson, Lord. You're a God that can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities, Lord Jesus. We come to sit at thy feet again, Lord God, as Ruth sat at Boaz's feet, O oh God. Cover us with your word, O oh God. Cover us with the garment of your word, Lord Jesus. We're thankful we have this place of blessing where we can come and be refreshed, Father. Break the bread of life to us, Lord. It's the most important thing that we have come for, Father. Not to be seen or heard of men, but that your word could go forth, O God, into the hearts of your people. Lord, and transform us and shape us, O God. We love you. We just commit the rest of the needs to you, Father, and the word and everything into your hands, O God, and the offering and the giving of your people lord i just pray that you would bless everyone abundantly O oh father exceedingly above that we could even ask or think O oh god you've been faithful lord jesus and you will continue O oh god we pray O oh god that you would bless every giver and would you drop handfuls on purpose into their lives i pray now in jesus name we ask it amen amen thank you brother jeff have your seats this morning as they take up the offering. God bless you. Just have a couple of announcements to make. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to bring that up on the screen there. I have a baby announcement. Brother Caleb and Sister Susie Grunert want to announce the arrival of Kaylin Joy Grunert. She was born on January 23rd, 2022. And to just send our greetings, their greetings to our friends and loved ones in Cloverdale. They've settled in Germany, doing well. And Susanna and baby Kaylin are happy and healthy. Praise the Lord. God bless the Grunas. Grandpa and Grandma, they're just beaming this morning. Amen. Amen. Uh, family prayer meeting tomorrow. It's Monday, Monday evening at um, 8 p.m. Right. And then we have a baptism. Brother Sunday Young will be being uh, baptized this morning in the waters of baptism. So we're looking forward to that. Praise God. <clears throat> we also have a special this morning. Sister Julia and the group is going to be singing. So why don't you come on up and get ready. And while they're coming, let's sing the name of the Lord is a strong tower. A mighty tower we can run into and are safe. Amen. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord is a strong tower when the righteous run into and they are saved. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into and they are saved. Thank you. 
us. Amen. Come on up. Let's sing that together one more time as we come. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord.
wonderful. I enjoyed that. I just thinking while sister was singing there, and you know, on that day, on the other side in the New Jerusalem, we're going to be of every kindred tongue and nation praising our God. Amen. We'll all have one tongue then. We'll all sing the same, same song, same language, but amen. We're going to be praising our God. Hallelujah. Amen. We have a baby dedication this morning, so that's uh, Brother Ruan and Sister Sarah that are coming to get their little one dedicated to the Lord. So maybe we'll just sing, Jesus Loves Me. This I know. Jesus loves me, this I know. Oh, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong. And they you know over the years as I that's the only song I actually knew as a little boy growing up my mom took me one time to the United Church and uh, they sang that song and I just thought I didn't even know who Jesus was but I knew that Jesus loved me this I do know and I'm thankful that he loves you too amen today we're having Zachary Asher Zachary Asher. Looks like he's going to be twice the size of dad. <laughs> Esther Housen. And they're here and they're blessed. Truly blessed. Blessed couple. Zachary, Zacharias, has a name which means the Lord had remembered. Is that correct? And then Asher means blessed and happy. So, of course, we can go very quickly to the scripture where David wrote out of the Psalms. And he wrote in Psalms 105 and 7, Seek the Lord and his strength and seek his face forevermore. He hath remembered his covenant. Zachary, the Lord hath remembered. And that's what we desire for all of our children, that God would remember his covenant over our children. This is a promise that was given by a prophet under the token message. Place the token over your family. And Brother Bram said in one place, he said, The blood of Jesus Christ cries out, There is forgiveness if you'll accept it. Wish we could stay a little longer on that. He said, This blood speaketh better things. So Brother Ruin and Sister Sarah, the prophet will remember the covenant that you have Given to him and he has given to you. I will remember you in all your ways. I will be with you, even in you, to the end of the world. So Zachary can walk around and you can just say, the Lord hath remembered us. The Lord hath remembered us. And blessed and happy are we that the Lord has remembered us. Brother Bram goes on to say here, as we remember this covenant or we remember this token that he's put on the family. He says, do you want safety for your family? I would say, Sister Sarah, you'd want safety for your family. Brother Ruan, for Zachary this morning especially, and Zachary Asher. He says, do you want safety? He said, then apply the token. Apply this great covenant that God has given in this hour. 
See? He said, how can I do that? He said, claim it. Claim it. I claim the blood. I claim my children. I claim Zachary Asher this morning for the glory of God. How do I do it? He said, claim it. Did it work on you? He said, it'll work on your family. Is that, is that okay? If it worked on you, Ruan, it's going to work on your son. It's going to work on your family. Claim it. If it worked on you and the word becomes one, amen, in you, it'll work for both of you. Amen. Is that true? I say it's true. I can testify this morning. God remembers his covenant. I was standing as a deacon one time at the tent. And I got it written down here. August 24th, 1988. And our pastor stood up after an end of a service and said, I give you your children under the anointing of God. I give you your children in the name of the Lord. My children weren't very old. But I stood there and I claimed them. And God has remembered his covenant. And I say to you this morning, under this anointing, God will remember this covenant. Especially upon this beautiful young boy, Zachary Asher. Amen. God bless you, sweetie pie. Yeah, mom's not too far. Let's pray. What a promise, Lord. What a blessed promise. You've given to the children of the living God. I cradle in my arms a son that you have blessed Brother Ruan and Sister Sarah with. Zachary Asher. I pray God that your glory will rest upon him. That you will lead him all the days of his life. That you will protect him and keep him, Lord, under the blessings of God. This little child doesn't understand what's happening But mommy and daddy, Lord, want to give them back to you that you will watch over this young boy. Lord, in the years to come, if there are years, may the hand of God rest mightily upon him. We ask this blessing in the name of Jesus Christ as we dedicate now this Zachary Asher Esterhausen. Bless him now, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, Sarah. Bless everyone. Amen, amen, amen. Well, we have one more, one more song? Sure. Man, Brother Tom asked us to sing How Great Thou Art before he'd come and minister, so maybe we'll just stand and sing that together as we prepare for the word. Oh, Lord, my God, When I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds I have made, I see the stars, I
church of the living God said amen. amen how great is our God greatly to be praised brother Henry Waldner wanted to be remembered this morning before you he's fighting a good fight of faith and he called yesterday morning and the devil's fighting well we're going to fight back he said could you please re- be re- could I be remembered before the church of God so I said definitely brother Henry we will pray That those stem cells that they put in his body, that God himself will fight the fight of faith with him. And that we could bind our hearts together, cursing that life that's trying to take him. Life for life. We just want to give God all the glory. We want to thank the Lord Jesus for our dear brother Henry. Sister Rena, nice to have heard the testimony. I wanted also to thank Sister Esther. She's been a real trooper, a real soldier. And you might thought you've gone unnoticed, but you have not, Esther. Amen. Nope, we thought of you often. You've worked hard to assist our dear sister, and we appreciate that. Amen. Nice to see you all here this morning. All the ones that have come up, fought a good fight of faith through this COVID-19, standing at your post of duty. We admire you and we love you all for doing that. You're a part of us. We're a part of you. Never forget that. Never forget that. Denise and Michael, it's nice to see you up up there. Normally see you down here. God bless you for coming. Today we have a baptism. Amen, Brother Sunday Young. Where are you, Sunday? Way up top. There you are. Amen. We're happy. We're thrilled. We're thankful to the Lord for what He's done in your life. Amen. We'll meet you in the waters of baptism after the service. Well, we've been away for a couple of weeks. And I've chewed on a lot of word. 
Uh, and they still balk me. To read the word, I have the sunshine on me. Can't get any better than that. So the S-O-N and the S-U-N shining. So if I get carried away, just put up your hand and say, whoa. Whoa. Didn't the brothers do wonderful? Those were tremendous services. We enjoyed every one of them, each one in their gift and in their position for this body to grow, to be nourished in the admonition of God. I thank God for every one of their lives. Amen. I know the cameras are pointed mostly to the um, pulpit, and we didn't get to see you as we normally would if this COVID thing would ever get over with. But they had a little camera there for me. <laughs> I got to see you. And it's nice to have seen your faces while we were away because we had a longing for the house of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, it's wonderful to be gathered together around the body word of the Son of Man himself. And Father God, what you're doing amongst us is a marvel to see. People being grounded and rooted in Christ. Anointed by the Holy One Himself. Raising up a church, Lord, that will not waver. Will not be moved. Father God, we are under a prophecy and an anointing. That this bride will not fall. And Lord, I receive that in the name of Jesus Christ. Under the sound of the trumpet of that prophet. I pray, Lord Jesus, that that would become a reality to each and every one of us. Lord Jesus, I'm praying now that you will break the word of life to each and every one of us. Lord, we've been reveling in the brothers' ministries. And how, Lord, you fed our souls. And you keep feeding us, Lord, off the great banqueting table of God. I pray now, Lord, that you'll inspire both hearer and speaker. Lord, that we would lift up that lovely name of Jesus Christ. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please turn to your Bibles to Matthew chapter 13. Nice to see the carols, phrase, phrase all over the place here. Nice to see Anthony. We have a young lady that's going to get married pretty soon. Amen. Well, we're happy. Man, you go away, people are getting engaged and people getting married. As long as they're not being buried, we'll all be all right. <laughs> but, hey, to die is gain, right? Amen. Brother Jerry, you're still here. Well, God bless you. Nice to see you. Matthew chapter 13. great parable that Jesus took with the sower and the seed and he started to minister it and he speaking on stony thorny rocky places and then in verse 9 Jesus says after he's finished the parable he says and the disciples came and spake unto him why speakest thou unto them in parables And he answered and said unto them, because it's given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them, it is not given. To them, it is not given. But to you. And I just want to ask the question, who's the you? I'm the you. 
unto you is given now to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. For whosoever, for whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall he take away even that he hath. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because they seeing see not, hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy. I want you to notice that. In them is fulfilled the prophecy. So you can see now there's two fulfillments of prophecy. Now he's speaking by hearing, you shall hear and shall not understand. That's one group. That's one group. Hearing, they don't understand. That's very clear. Hearing, by hearing, they didn't understand. But by hearing you shall hear and shall not understand. And seeing you shall see and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is wax gross, and their ears are dull of hearing. Their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted, and I should heal them. But now here comes your blessing. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Let's pray one more time. Heavenly Father, we've read your word. You're the author of it. Now, would you inspire it to each and every one of us in Jesus' name? Amen. You may have your seats. God bless you. Just making sure that I've covered everything here. I've also got one little note There's a young man called Cole in this assembly. I don't want to embarrass him by any stretch of the imagination. But he left me a note on my windshield as I was driving out on Wednesday night. It was a darling note, special note. And uh, God bless you, Cole. meant a lot to Brother Tom. You don't know. You just don't know what these children are picking up. And that's why we don't have an air about us to think that we're something. I want to be as little as I can be so I can actually identify with their little hearts. And they are a wonderful gift of God. Brother Ben, you've been given a wonderful family. Brother Kim and Sister Hetty, God has blessed you for that. God bless you for your faithfulness. Well, I'd like to speak a little bit on a subject that probably I won't get done with, but that's normal, isn't it? Even these, as we heard, they're these young preachers, but they're, these are men preachers. I even heard Brother John said, I've never preached two services of one part, or two, second part ever. Well, as far as I can concern, they can preach 20 parts. Because the word is unfolding. And I uh, always, I, I got a little, I got a little smile on my face when I've been with Brother Tim Pruitt. And I said, what have you been preaching on? Part 245. <laughs> he said, what's that? <laughs> I think they do that to easily title it. But we love Brother Tim Pruitt and it, it just, it just keeps on rolling, doesn't it? It just keeps on rolling. But what an hour and what a time 
we're living in. What a tremendous time we're living in. We have scriptures that have been written and we have read for years. And we've looked at them and we've pondered them and we've prayed about them. But as I was saying to Brother Sunday, only the predestinated seed of God actually sees the word of God. So we're not looking for the numbers. We're looking for quality. And the quality of that predestinated seed as a one brother preached years ago in the log church. It's certified seed. I believe it was Dan Daisley preached on certified seed. So that's what we are. We're certified seed and we see ones come and we see ones go. But I'm not worried about that. We're worried. What the only worry I'm concerned about is, Lord, how do I love you more? How do we love you more? Because this is not a learned school application. This is a love application. You love him. Keep my commandments. If you love me, continue on with my word. So there is a love drive force within the heart of a, a predestinated seed that cannot be squashed. It cannot be deterred. It does not cause a fear of what comes on the earth. Perfect love, as we know that the capstone himself is descended, casts out all fear. Without a doubt. And so the very fact we read the scripture, and a part of this is, Blessed are your eyes, for they see in your ears that they hear. Jesus is addressing the predestinated. Because that word, blessed, means a seed of God that's been deposited within the believer. It is not blessed because you're happy because you got a paycheck. Or you got your mortgage payment made this month. That is not Blessed are ye. Blessed are ye is because you have a predestinated seed in you. That's what the Greek means. You're blessed, Brother George, because there's a seed laying there. Not everybody has it. Not everybody has it. So God has a way of taking that seed and preparing it for the day which it lives. Let me just go back in Moses' life, because that's very easy. Everybody can understand that. Moses was born a peculiar child. Brother Bram said he was born gifted. He was born to be a prophet. But God molds his children by fire. And that little child had to go through fire from the moment it was born To the moment he crossed over and angels took him home. God prepared the vessels through trials. God prepares the seed of God through fiery trials. We don't justify them. We just receive them. We don't say, oh, because brother, you did this. This has come on you. No, 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 no. Saints, we've gone farther than that. God is molding his children. 
Every event that we go through, God is molding you. Every hurtful saying, every deed done, everything is for your benefit. Is everybody okay with that? Sanjeev, are you okay with that? Everything we go through is to mold a character and prepare you for a rapture that is to take place. We aren't interested in a nice church. We're interested in a people that love Christ. Might as well say amen. Because that is nothing but the truth. People want churches. I want God. I've never come to church since coming to Bible Way when I was a young man at a house. The only thing I desired was to hear from the throne of grace. So you're going to go through some trials. You're going to go through some tribulation. You're going to go through some persecution. Are you going to cry or are you going to accept it? If you read Why Cry Speak, Brother Brown said, stop being a baby about it. Just grow up. We're ready for rapture. Ready for rapture. The world is getting ready for us to leave. Come on. The world is getting ready for us to leave. We're looking at the events that are taking place. And we only see heaven. I got heaven on my mind. I've got rapture on my mind. I got a change in the body on my mind. I'm not going to get tied down in chains of circumstance. I'm going to take God at his word because God has been preparing us for this rapture change. I'd like you to turn to Amos. I thought of titling this little message. The lion is still roaring. The lion is still roaring. Let's turn to Amos chapter 3, verse 6. Shall a trumpet be blown in the city and the people not be afraid? Shall there be evil in a city and the Lord hath not done it? Surely the Lord God will do nothing but revealeth his secrets unto his servant the prophets. Is that, is that scripture? That's what you've heard over the years. The Lord will do nothing until first he receive, reveals it to his servants, the prophets. Is that true, Gabe? Is that true? That's what the Bible says. The next it goes, the lion hath roared. Who shall not fear? The Lord God hath spoken. Who can but prophesy? Turn to Revelation 10, please. What an age we live in. What a fulfillment of prophecy we've been basking in. We don't ever want to get to the place when as Zachariah's prophecy of Jesus coming into Jerusalem and they're stepping back and saying, who is this? Or what is this? What meaneth this? We're far past that. We look at certain events that are taking place. We look at the opening of the word and we don't have the question because now, as the prophet said, in Christ the Mr. God revealed, we have the answer. Now watch 
what it says here. And I saw another angel, mighty angel, come down. Prophecy. That has been laying there for 2,000 years, almost. I saw a mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book opened, and he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left foot on the earth, and cried with a loud voice. Cried with a loud voice, as when a lion roareth. As when a lion roareth, and he cried, and seven thunders uttered their voices. Now, saints of God, I want you to understand something. This is a simple gospel. God is hidden and revealed in simplicity. But as God is an ever unfolding God, his word is ever unfolding truly. So it opens up. And it might not be simple to some. Like I was going to take maybe the next devotion sometime over at the school. And put on a math equation on the wall. And ask maybe the grade oneers to answer that question. Maybe it's trigonometry or calculus equation. There's been a math equation that the mathematicians and physicists, uh, what do you call that? Physics. Are they physicists? <laughs> I get the right word here. Physicists. And they've looked at this equation and, and just a couple of years ago, a young fella broke the equation. I thought that's amazing. But a grade oneer couldn't do that. As a matter of fact, I'm 67 years old. I couldn't do that. But there's different people in different fields that God is equipped to use to heighten our love for Jesus, not our knowledge of him as a knowledge or wisdom of man, but as a wisdom of God increasing our relationship with him. A grade six doesn't understand what a relationship a husband and wife is. But he'll finally get there. And once you're there, it's simple. It's not, not complicated. Oh, you're making it too complicated. It's not complicated. I love that little lady down there. She loves me. We get married. And here we are 40 some odd years down the road. Wow. You walk into a bank and they said, you've been married how long? I wish we could be married. That I could ever have that aspiration to be married that long. And yet we're seeing message churches break up. Couples flying off the handle, divorced. The word never came for that. The word has come to bind us together. To make a relationship richer, deeper, more meaningful. God has a, a way of preparing a, a grade one to go to grade 12, a grade 12 to and graduate at university and have a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, a PhD degree. You can't have it until you go through that preparation. You just can't have it. You can't be a doctor without learning. You can't be a lawyer without your learning. 
He can't be the bride of Jesus Christ just sitting back. And easy. Come to church easy. Become so common and casual. Casual. I don't like that word casual. I'm sorry. Used to go in the bank and they looked like a banker. You used to go, now they look like somebody that just came off, you know, with the golf course. Mm-hmm. And that's how casual they are about their job. But as society has gone on and casuality, is casuality? Well, that's Tom Ray word. Casuality has gone on. Workplace has decreased. But I want to tell you, the word has increased. Don't make this message casual. Just going to have a church. We're not going to just have a church. We're going to have a rapture. This lion has roared. God will do nothing until he first reveals it to his servants, the prophets. But there is a roaring that goes on. There's a speaking that goes on. There's a voice that goes out. And let me say something to you right now. When Brother Branham used in a way of a prophet, that's the message or that's the scripture that he used. He said, when the lion roared, everything shut up. You don't have an opinion. I don't have an opinion. God has given us a message. Amen. We are the bride. We act like the bride. We speak like the bride. Amen. We're not casual about it. We're earnest about it. Earnestly contending for the faith. That's with outstretched neck. That's reaching forward. That's saying to your children. Children. We have a Bible dedication or consecration this morning. We're going to read our Bible. We're going to have a prayer. We're going to go to a prayer meeting. And if you come on Monday night, it'll be a blessing to you. God has a way of dealing with his people and is preparing them for the great rapture season. But it's never to bring fear on the people. Brother Branham said this message came to take the fear off the people. Are you listening? People are freaking out. They're still freaking out about COVID. They're freaking out about the Ukraine. They're freaking out. That it's going to go into a war. Brother Bram said in birth pains. This world cannot stand another war. Where are we at? The Lord God has spoken. And when a lion roars saints. Brother Bram said even the beetles shut up. I was telling Michael this morning. When I was doing a little reading up on the lion. When a lion roars. It can hear the roar five miles away. And he starts roaring. Brother Timothy, remember when we got to see the lions? There's those lions. He said, they say the vocal box or the vocal cords of a lion are square. Ours are triangular. Every animal outside of a tiger and a lion. A tiger can only be heard two miles. But the king of the beasts. When it speaks, it will speak throughout the ages. It'll go right back before God even started anything. It'll roar. 
And I say that roar is in you. That roar is in me. We cannot be silent. We are not ashamed of this message. Amen. God has prepared us for this hour, Brother Jerry. This is what we talked about on the phone, right in channel. This is what we've been brought up for. We love the message. We love the word. We're not down to a social gospel. We are going for a translation gospel, Brother Victor. Saw you holding your one of your grandchildren tonight, today. I said, that looks good on you. <laughs> Amen. Use dad for all you can. God's preparing us. You can look around the room and I put on uh, a message 207, 208. It's a thousand. It looked like thousands to see of people. <laughs> gone. Evaporation. It's gone. But blessed are your ears for they hear and your eyes that they see. Not because we're anything, but because God put a seed in our hearts. Preparation. The lion roars. When a lion roars, it's a territorial call. It's a territorial call. No demon, no devil. As he goes, as the roaring lion, seeking to whom he may devour, but we're under the territorial call. There's no devil going to get us. Brother Branham said, not a hair of your hair or your head will be hurt. Territorial call. That's what I heard Wednesday night. Territorial call. That's what I heard on Sunday. Wednesday, Sunday. That's territorial. Devil, we're letting you know. You might as well say it, saints of God. I heard that you got to speak it. It's a territorial call. And she's roaring. But she's roaring under the roar. She's not roaring of her own thoughts. Because when the king roars, she has no thoughts. Even the lioness sits down. Waiting for the king to make his call. Saints of God, we've missed that. It's a woman's age. It's a woman's rights. They're rising up and they've got every right that they've got. But let me tell you, Brother Ram said, it's not your rights. He said, sheep have no rights. They gave their rights up when they got born again. Amen, amen, amen. What an hour we're living in. The world is wondering whether they're going to wake up in the morning. I was talking to one brother the other day. He said, the first thing I do in the morning thing is Russia going into Ukraine. I thought that was a very interesting subject. So when I was away, I, I don't know whether I'll have time to cover it. So I'll just hit a little bit of a highlight before we get, go on. But you wonder why they went into Crimea, but Russia went into Crimea. You look at the wealth of the oil and the natural gas that was laying in Crimea, the Russians went down to get. Just remember, the lions roared. Who can help but prophesy? 
events are taking place and we had a prophet that was there to tell us modern events made clear by prophecy. Then we had a prophet say, don't worry about communism. It's nothing. You should have given an amen on that one. People are freaking out. It's going to cause a war. Why are they going into the Ukraine? Why do they want the Ukraine? So I looked up to Ukraine while I was away. And what is Ukraine, what's buried underneath her are untapped oil resources. When Russia goes down for the oil, come on, the lions roared. We are going to roar with him. He's already roared. He says, when Russia goes down for the oil. You thought it was Arabia. I thought it was Arabia. I thought it was some down there where all the oil was. But they're floating on natural gas and oil in the Ukraine and Crimea. And Russia's going down. Don't miss the event. Lift up your eyes. For your redemption draweth nigh. Are you saying that's a fulfillment? No, I'm not a prophet. I'm just saying what the prophet said. When she goes down, Russia, don't fear her. Fear Romanism. Yes, sir. We've already been prepared by a prophet. The roar of a prophet is the roar not of his own voice. It's the voice of the Lord speaking through that channel. It's a territorial call. When that roar of that open book started to take place, it was territorial telling the devil that there are the elected lady, seed gene of God that's in that book of redemption and you cannot touch her. He's the king of the beasts. Say, Brother Tom, why are you so fervent? Well, maybe because I got a little bit of the roar. I don't want to meow. Meow. Oh man, that old lion, look at that little pretty cat. Roar! Say, so what are you doing that for? Well, sometimes the children need to enjoy the meeting too, you know. But leave me alone. I'm happy this way myself. But a lion, when it roars, it's making a territorial call saying to every other champion that would try to come against him, this is my territory. This is my bride. These are my offspring. Roar! And when he roars, it can be heard not just five miles But from the end of the ages to the beginning of the ages, that roar has gone forth. Doing what? Preparing us, Brother Jeff. Not to be a bunch of weak-kneed Christians. But to be men and women of faith. I told myself, I saw these young brothers preaching away. And I go, man, I can taper it down a bit. Let these other little lions roaring out roar. That's what I heard Wednesday night. I heard the roar of a lion. That's what I heard all since I was gone was the roar of a lion. God preparing us. 
through a prophet's message. Because as soon as you add to this message, you've killed it. Your life is dead. You can't add or subtract. When I start hearing about he can say this, even though I don't agree with that, and this and this and this and that, we're all one. That's an ecumenical spirit. And I don't want any part of it. Are we okay? We haven't even got to the subject yet. We'll get there. I told you. We're in trouble. So we see Russia. We see what's happening here. Watch Russia. Brother Brown said, watch Russia. Watch it. But he says, that's not the main one to watch. So now, voice of God. I'm VOG. Let's put it that way. They aren't the voice of God. With VGR? Okay, VGR. Everybody know who they are? Yes, we do. Give them respect for that. But they aren't the voice of God. No, sir. That voice came through that lion. That's my voice. That's my roar. That's my prophecy. That's my word. And they're not going to tamper with it. Say it says this when it doesn't say that. To be under the prophecy of Revelation 10.1, you have to prophesy what's already been spoken. Right? It's elementary. That's fine. Like I said, I got to get the grade ones to grade twos now. But this is where we're at, saints of God. This message unfolds everything. And it's preparing a people for every condition we find ourselves in. I don't care what it is, whether sickness comes in the home. It's time that the daddy and the high priest takes the word of prophecy of that word. Whatsoever you bind on earth. Come on. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. We saw a loosening and we will see a loosening. Brother John, I don't know if Brother Sunday told you, but you just said a, a, a few sentences to him and that started things rolling. That starts things rolling. Who was that? That wasn't John. That wasn't Michael. That wasn't T- Brother Tim. That wasn't Brother Tom. That was God through the vessel. Breaking the chains. Tearing them links apart. Hallelujah. So we got Russia on the foreground. We see Russia. Everybody got Russia on their mind. They got 100,000 troops. Listen, they've already killed 14,000 people in Crimea to get the oil in Crimea. 2014. Here we are, 2022 already. Eight years have gone by. Russia going down for its resources. It's got enough oil. But you have to understand to have control of the oil is to have control of Europe. Come on, let's get dig a little deeper in God's word. Dig a little deeper. Why do they want oil? Not for their consumption. Because it's their oil in Russia that they're selling to Germany. And Germany's not even saying anything right now. Because if they do, their prices go up. The love of money is a terrible thing. Huh? So now, here is Europe saying, come on, Germany, raise up your voice. They will not raise their voice. Because Russia has got a pipeline that they just dug from Russia through the Baltic Sea under the water. You talk about technology. Under the water all the way to Germany. 
If you got control of the oil, you got control of everything. God's got control of this oil. Come on, stay with me. God's got control of this oil. The oil of the Holy Ghost. Don't just want a church. Amen. Hallelujah. Put up your hand. Whatever. We want people that want the baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. He's got control of this oil. Amen. And I don't want no devil trying to stop my pipe. No thought, no intellect, no wisdom. No devil going to turn this tap off, Brother John Charman. We've been too far, too long in this walk with God. To fear what Satan has brought on. The prophet said he's got every kingdom of this world. And he hasn't got you. And now the river Euphrates has opened up. 200,000 demons have been loosed. But Brother Bram said, but at that river... The Holy Ghost has been bound these denominational years. But at the end of the denominational years, the Son of Man himself, the oil giver himself, has come down in this generation to anoint a people. To roar again. Prophesy again. Ask for your wives. Ask for your husbands. Ask for your children. Ask for your healing. Amen. I had a brother one day. He said, Brother Tom, when your ankle gets better, I want you to do a dance. I want you to run down the aisle. I want you to do that. He said, because when you do, I'll run with you. Where is he? But when I was in Switzerland, we had a jubilee, one of the last meetings. I ran down the aisle. I did a little jig. Why, saints of God, my God is real. Hallelujah. Sister Rena, our God's real. Just remember, he heals by love. He heals by music. He heals by doctors. He heals. Hallelujah. He careth through you. I love that quote. Doesn't put me in no bondage. No doctor help me out. Brother Bram said, they're called. Good called doctor. I don't rely on him. He's the great physician. But I use them. Russia, Brother Bram said, in the, no, this is 1951. The lion was roaring. 1951, when Russia goes down there to get that oil, look out. But don't worry about Russia. He said, don't worry about communism. It's nothing. It's nothing. That's all she needs, Brother Bram said. 1951. It wasn't even Russia then. It was the USSR. Everybody got that? Because you've mostly grown up knowing that it was Russia. But when Russia was the USSR, is when Brother Bram was preaching this. He wasn't talking about Russia. He wasn't talking about Georgia going away and Crimea going away and Ukraine going away and just being Russia. He's a prophet. I don't care what message you put on. You say, well, it's after the seals. Before, say, it's, hey, that lion has been roaring. People want to categorize. 
Listen, I got a quote here. was a year after I was born. And I thought, where was I at? And that prophet was speaking, thus saith the Lord. 1955, he starts prophesying. And now we see science has moved into categories that are virtually unknown to man. I hate that word, science. Sorry, teachers that teach science. I don't mean you that are teaching science. It's just the word. The science says. Oh, the science says put on a mask. Science says put off the mask. Science says don't have a shot. Science says get herd immunity. Science says get one shot. Science says get two shots. Science says four shots. Now, where are we going to go with this? Science is keeping on changing, but God's word never changes. You might as well rejoice, saints. You are under the anointing of the great oil. Hallelujah. Let me just say this one thing. Just because you don't shout and scream, because I shout and scream, or these brothers shout and scream, doesn't mean that you're not getting anything. You're just a different vessel. I had to get through that. And I thought everybody was going to shout and scream. Some brother told me one time, he said, I'm screaming on the inside. I said, just let it out. I I want to say amen. I said, just say amen. I remember the first time I did it at the log church, 1975. And as soon as I said, amen, everybody looked at you. (laughs) Well, he's never said amen before. But hey, once you let that little uh, valve up, it's all right. We understand. We understand. So science says, science what? Science who? Brother Bram called it the tree of science. He says, man climbs up the tree of science. You know, I, I, would you mind turning with me to uh, uh, Psalms 147? <laughs> I'm going to fry your head in a minute. I'm just going to fry your head in a minute. Because it popped my little pea brain this morning. It's a pop. And I, you know, I just looked at it. I said, okay. Okay. I'm not even going to put a slide on this because I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. I don't know, understand how many zeros that are in 200 billion trillion. <laughs> yeah. You can work on that mathematical equation. Go ahead. Because I just kept on getting it. Going on Google. I want to know how many zeros. And they just keep on adding zeros. And I said, no, no. That fries the people's brain. They said the human brain only understands 100,000. Because 100,000 is what you can get into a stadium. So after you get into half a billion, and a, right, your brain just goes, and you see little crispies. Right? So... Uh, has anybody read anything about the web, the new web telescope? James Webb. The new web, te- it makes the Hubble look like a tinker toy. But when they had the Hubble, I had it written down here because you know me and the stars and the different galaxies and things, and I've had pictures all over the years, and I've got a whole pile here. But I wrote it in my Bible, and I have to erase it. 
I'm going to stop writing down what science says. Because science told me that there was 10 billion galaxies. I should have put the date on this. I'll look it up in my notes sometime. And there's a hundred billion stars in each galaxy. Now they are saying there's a hundred billion trillion stars. Tell me, what mathematician did that math? Because whoever he was before, wrong, and we took it as gospel. And we told our children, as I told you, there's only a hundred billion. But now there's a hundred billion trillion. You know how they found that out? There was a black spot in the farthest that the Hubble could go. And they kept the Hubble pointing at that spot for a month. Black. And when it shot out and stayed in a position, they found out there was another 10 billion galaxies beyond that black spot. Yeah, <laughs> let it sink in. Yep, I'm so thankful I'm still in grade one. But your Bible says here, in Psalms 147, verse 3, and I love how it was written prior to what we're going to read. He healeth the broken in heart. Can you say amen? Amen. He healeth the broken in heart and he bindeth up their wounds. Well, you, if you left that alone, you just say, well, that's, that's great. But how great is my God? Let me just go on here. He that healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds, he telleth the numbers of the stars. So man's just finding out it went from a hundred billion To a hundred billion trillion. And your God. Knows every star by name. So can he heal you? Can he bind up the broken hearted? Yes he can. He's omnipotent. He's almighty. He can do anything. Don't limit him. Don't limit him. He's unlimited. Hallelujah. That'll put a bounce in your step and a shout in your voice. Because he has opened up the oil pipe. Didn't we only stand when John and Michael preach? (laughs) I just thought I'd throw that one in. This is something that you can take down to the fifth rib. You start eating it. This God that's omnipotent, that's preparing you through a voice of God is omnipotent. He's unlimited. And this message is the same way. It's the absolute. Prophesy again. Say what the absolute says. Don't you dare hybrid this message. Don't you dare add your thought to this message. Don't you dare add to the word of God. So science has climbed 
has a tree. Brother Bram says they climb. But they can only climb so far. Let me tell you something. This James Webb telescope, they said, how much greater is it than the Hubble? They said it'll be a hundred times more powerful than the Hubble telescope. They said, what do you hope to achieve? To find out what happened before the Big Bang. I'll tell them what happened. Amen. We had another tree called the tree of life. And I'm still climbing. They can go so far and we've gone so past the Milky White Way. We've gone into heavenly places. Hallelujah. Be men about this message. Be men about it. Be women about this message. Don't be casual with this. Because it's not a casual. Five miles. So I I said to Mike, I said, how much is 114 decibels? I want to know how much 114 decibels are. So that's what the roar of the lion animal is. It's 114 decibels. They said a rock concert is 110. Oof. Aren't these marvelous facts? But I'll tell you the roar of this lion is farther than five miles. <laughs> when it roars, he said, Satan... Adam is mine. Eve is mine. You might have destroyed or taken away their life, but I'm going to give them life. How do you do it? Through the blood. Brother Abraham said in the God of this evil age, he said, science says, and that's become their God. But your prophet prophesied and said, that tree can only go so high. Our tree is called the tree of life. Don't you see? He says, they've got a science research tree. We have another tree. But you see, on that tree of faith, there's no end to it. You can keep on going. That's the tree that we should be on tonight called the tree of life. The tree of faith. Not headed towards some moon. I'm not worried about a moon. I know when the brothers were preaching while I was away, I said to Joanne, I said, I'm past the moon. These brothers put me so past the moon, I'm past Pluto. But I'm so far past that. We just have a vernacular. I mean, don't you love the presence of the Lord? Don't you love the opening of his word? And let me tell you, saints of God, just because you're going through a trial or something with your children or whatever it is, you just tell that devil, thus far, Satan. Come on. Because that omnipotent one, that mighty God is living in a people. You've got to do your roaring. Because under her messenger, she is the final voice to the final age. And she will roar. Hallelujah. We had a fellow, was his name Sandy or Sandy? That was in our French class that was there for four years in a row. Who was that, Ken? Was that his name? Yeah. The first thing he did when he came into class, put his books on his thing, put his arms down on his desk, and fell asleep. And I'm there, man, I wish I had the nerve to do that. But he didn't learn nothing. He didn't learn anything. 
And sometimes that's the way people get. They come to church Sunday morning, sing a couple of songs, and woo. But there's some keeners, some keeners in class, huh? And no, and you're jealous of them half the time. Where did they get that gray matter to handle all that stuff? Where was I when they were passing out brains? Huh? But you know, saints, let this mind that was in Christ be in you. Who thought it was not robbery to be equal with God. Oh, I love him. What a message. It opens up the Bible. People want to put away the message. They walk away from it. Let them go. It's not for them. Blessed are your eyes. Blessed are your ears. Blessed are you that are anointed of God. Hallelujah. All they did was learn this message. It was not revealed to them. Because the gates of hell cannot prevail against the revelation. I'm sorry, friends. If that hurts your feelings, well, it hurts your feelings. The lion hath roared, who will not fear? Brother Bram said, every bug, even the hyenas, that their enemies are quiet. I love that. Even the enemies are quiet when this lion roars. Sister Hope, you can roar again. We're under this prophecy. Hallelujah. What a roar it was. You say, oh, Brother Tom, how many knows Malachi 4, 5, 6? I would say most of us do. We say, Brother Tom, that's a silly question. Yeah, I keep reading it, though. I've known it. I've read it. I've quoted it. I've used it for 40-some years. But my Bible says this along with your Bible. It says, Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. So you got people that put this message down. I want to ask them, where's their prophet? Where is their prophet? I'll show you my prophet. I'll show you Noah as a prophet. I'll show you John the Baptist as a prophet. I'll show you Paul as a prophet. And I'll show you William Branham was a prophet. And the Bible says, I will send you, Elijah, the prophet, before the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Verse 6. And he shall turn the hearts of the father to the children, comma, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I smite the earth with a curse. So now there's a power that's going to take place In this prophecy. That surpasses. Just even what we think the word means. He shall turn. Your heart. He shall turn. Your heart. That turn. In the lexicon. In the Hebrew. Shuva. Shuva. To return. So not only does he come. To turn your heart. He's come to return you back 
to where you came from. Look it up in the Hebrew. It means to return, to come back to God, to tell the devil, give it up. What a roar. (laughs) What a voice. What a message. Or we just sent Elijah. No, he sent Elijah. Behold, I send you, Tom Ray. Send you, Roy Florence, to return you back to where you came from. You came from God. You're going back to God. We couldn't go back there unless Malachi 4 came. Everybody say amen to that. You can't return. You cannot turn without this lion roaring. It's to come back to God. It's to give it back. Isn't that what Brother Bram said in Restoration of Right Tree? He said, you tell because you got the enforcer. Give it back. No wonder he preached those kinds of messages. Because that's who he was. He was to come back to God. To return back to God. To give it back. To have spiritual relationship. Hallelujah. God bless you all. This message came. Not just to turn you around. But to return you back to the very thoughts of God. Hallelujah. So you can have a relationship with your God. Satan has roared as a roaring lion. He's killed the effect of the word. By traditions and creeds and dogmas. But that demon had to shut up. When this lion roared. Hallelujah. When this mighty angel descended with an open book. He had something to say. And we got nothing to say outside of what has already been said. Prophesy again. Are we okay? We're okay. Okay, you sure you're okay? Okay. Just, just remember, you can, somebody can stand up and go, whoa. I give you permission. Restoration of the bride tree. Brother Bram said, he's the enforcer. We're under the enforcement of God. We don't have any power, but we've got the authority. Amen. We got no power. We can't stop the devil, but he has given us authority to bind that serpent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The enforcer. We've been given the privilege to enforce upon Satan. The claims that God has given us. That's your prophet roaring. And under her messenger, we can repeat what he says. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Where's God's mighty men that can pull a sword? Chop the heads of those devils off. We're not playing around anymore. Listen, you get into that message, why Christ speak? He said Samson didn't have to have a prayer meeting when those thousand Philistines came out. No, he was the son. Samson means son of the son. 
Mm-hmm. He's the son of the sun. Hello, sons of the sun. Uh-huh. Listen, if Samson under the negative could kill a thousand Philistines, when 200,000, thousand supernatural devils, those extra ones, those are extras. Because already Satan by his tail, not tail, T-A-I-L, as we were talking about earlier, but by his tail, T-A-L-E. He told a tale. He told a lie. And he took a third of the stars with him. Watch out what you hear. What you think and how you feel. You better stay with us, saith the Lord. That's it. We've been given the enforcement. We've been given the authority. Amen. We've been given the claim. To say to the devil... Give it back, Satan. And he has to do it. That's what your prophet said. He has to do it. My, oh my, oh my. How many prayer lines did I hear when I was away? How many prayer lines have you heard through your life? How many prayer lines when they walked out of wheelchairs? When they walked out of their stretchers? He said, if I was you, you're going to die sitting there. Why don't you just stand to your feet and walk out of here? He said, there they go. There was no discernment. There was no nothing. He just said, I wouldn't stay there. What was it? That was God quoting his word. Don't stay in your depression. Get out of it. Come on, roar. Come on, get the anointing on you. The oil rush has got the oil and it's going to take control of Europe. No, it won't. No, it won't. Russia's nothing. Nothing, don't worry about communism, your prophet said. That was a roar. That was a roar. You don't have to wake up and watch, you know, CNN, MSNBC. Is Russia invaded? Let them invade. If we were of this kingdom, we'd fight for this kingdom. Isn't that right? Isn't that what Jesus said? But we're not of this kingdom. We're of another kingdom. And that's what we're fighting for. That's what these brothers fight for. Isn't that right, brothers? This is what we fight for. We want our children to know we're not just a makeshift church. We want them to know that this is the power of God moving in a church. They laughed and mocked Noah, but that was a sign. That was a lion roaring. Sure, he must have had thousands follow him. New message. Gonna rain. Where's the rain? That's supernatural. Yeah, how many people have seen the supernatural of God and walked? Supernatural means nothing. But this message came to turn you back to a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what I love. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Here's a message. 1955, one year after I was born. The prophet was roaring. He, gets, he said, Adam never had to be sick. It's 1951. Never had to be sick, never had to die, never had to be, had a worry. He never had a heartache. He never had a fear. Ooh. Get that one? Never had a fear. What is this message to do? Return us back. Take that fear off the people. Amen. And so he just climbed up into the arms of father, just like a child. Everything was his. And whatever he asked, why? God just gave it to him. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? Isn't that sweet? There's God coming down. Brother Gil, there's God coming down. And Adam just falls in the arms of his father. He said, Lord, I just need that mountain to move. 
Hmm? Yeah. Everything obeyed him. Everything. Because he was God's child. And the child is the heir of some things. Thank you. Well, that's the first time I'll let you preach, Margaret. <laughs> he has given us... That's it. He's given us what? Why? Because we're heir to it? Because he's our heavenly father? He's brought us into sonship relationship, bride relationship. Sweet. Now, when man fell, he lost this. And now what he lost in the fall, Christ has come back to redeem. Why wasn't I told that when I was a little child? Why wasn't we told that? But God saw that seed laying there, that predestinated seed. They had ears, and they watched, followed that prophet for 30-some years. But then when the predestinated seed saw it, they had ears to hear and eyes to see, and it moved them. And now what was lost in the fall, Christ come to redeem. Did you ever stop to think that Christ redeemed us for? He gave us everlasting life, and he's brought us back to eternal fellowship. Sounds like Malachi 4. Turn your heart. Return it back. Back to a relationship with God. He said now he brought us back to the eternal fellowship and relationship to God. To be his sons and daughters again. To restore us back to all Adam lost in the fall. You say well I thought that's a quote out of the breach. That was pre-breach. Because he's a lion. And when that lion roars, he's under prophecy. Prophecy. So thus, a prophet says in rising of a sun, doesn't she have to return through Malachi 4? <laughs> those, all those quotes we quote just start tying, tying, and tying back into major scriptures. Doesn't she have to return back through Malachi 4? He says in the rising of the sun. He says in Christ the mystery of God revealed. Can I prophesy? Because we're under the prophecy. Can I prophesy? Can I? Will you let me? Christ the mystery of God revealed. Not one hair of your head shall perish. Why? Because the lion roared and said you are mine. Hallelujah. Who's mine? I'm mine. I'm his. Amen. Uh, I'll raise you up in the last days. Give you eternal life. I'll raise him up in the last days. There it is, the revelation. Not them, but him. An individual. Not a group. An individual. All hell is against this revelation. Christ in you. The hope of glory. The lions roared. Can I prophesy again? Under the prophecy, of course. That's already been prophesied. There's been churches, churches, brides, churches. Brides, brides. Is that, is that right? You, we've all quoted it. We've all said it with gusto. But here under the prophecy, it continues to say, but there's one. There's one to come. He said, hallelujah. There is one to come. There's got to come a real bride. 
There's been church to churches, bride, churches, bride, bride, bride. But there's coming one. Hallelujah. A real bride. A real bride. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. God knows. Hallelujah. He's got a predestinated, ordained church. He knows. He's got sons and daughters and a bride waiting somewhere. He preached that in 1965. And I'm going to say that somewhere is here. Come on. That somewhere is here. That was under prophecy. Now we can say this day. Come on. This day under this anointing. I'm not going to let the devil go on this one, man. Going to run him right out the door. Going to run him right out the door. Who's going to help me? Who's going to help me? Yes, sir. There's been bride, bride, churches, brides. But there's coming one. There she is somewhere. Here I am, prophet. Here I am. When things look impossible, God makes the impossible possible. How many say that's true? We had a baby dedication here this morning. I can stand here and say, when your pastor prophesied, come on, stay with me. My boys were nine, six, and three. Come on, is right. Nine, six, and three. And I stood up and said, I claim them. Hallelujah. Michael came, Samuel came, and then Joel came. Hallelujah. Come on, Brother Larry, you stay with me. We're not giving up on nobody. We're giving up on nobody. We're not giving devil no territory, no nothing. If I'm under a token message, I'm under a token message. Not half a token, the full token. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. He cried as he descended. That mighty angel, that covenant one, descended in Revelation 10.1. But he cried with a loud voice as a lion roars. You go throughout the scripture and you'll find the lion roars all the way through the Bible. They say when a lion roars, your insides shake. You know, Joanne and I were away for a couple of weeks. And it seems like, you know, we're, it seems like half a mile, a mile away. And we're sitting on a chair, looking out in the water, and all I could hear is a boom, boom, boom. I go, where is that crazy music coming from? I'm miles away. Boom. I hate that boom. That boom, 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 boom. No, you know, I mean, at least play the bass properly. I'm not even musical and I know a bad bass. Boom, boom, boom. And it's, it's like it's going through the ground. And then when I looked up lion roaring, it says it shakes the insides of everyone. No wonder that seed started to shake. Tremble. God loves a humble and contrite spirit. They that tremble in the presence of God. Oh, oh, lion roar, roar again, Lord, within our lives. Drive back every unbelieving devil. 
roar so loud that that roaring lion that goes about as a roar. Notice that Satan's always a perverter. Goes about as a roaring lion. The Bible says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Yep. He feeds, Brother Bram said, on the flesh of his own children. That's what Satan feeds on, the flesh of his own children. That's what your prophet said. But he can't have me. And can I stand here this morning and say he can't have you? He goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, but he can't devour me. Sister Ramon, he can't devour us. We're protected under the prophecy. She will not fall. Hallelujah. But the Bible goes on to say this. That was what 1 Peter 5 and 8. 1 Peter 5 and 9 says, Whom resist in the faith. How do you res- how do you withstand that roaring lion? Who goes about as a roaring lion? Stand steadfast. Resist him. In the faith. I remember Sister Joanna and I. We just said, devil, you're not going to have our lesson. You ain't going to have him no how, no way, nowhere. He's mine. God, you gave him. We couldn't have children. He's mine. Remember one time, Brother Briscoe was in India before we had Joel. And Brother Briscoe was in prayer. Holy Spirit spoke to him. said, you'll have a grandson and his name's Joel. He didn't know because when he left, they were five weeks in India, that we had gone up for prayer to have children. And he didn't know after prayer, within a week or two, Joanne went to the doctor and she was expecting a child. And we'd already picked out a name. They did not know. I wanted Angela. We got Joel. He's my angel. <laughs> so we had Angela and Joel. And Brother Biscoll doesn't know anything about this. Hmm. But God knew Joel's name. Before he was even conceived. And so when Joel was just doing his thing in the world, Sister Ruth wrote that prophecy down. That brother Ed, so it wasn't just brother Ed said, well, God told me. He had a witness, came out and told Sister Ruth, write it down. She wrote it in the calendar. It's just not some willy nilly prophecy. This is a written down prophecy. We are under prophecy. Might as well say amen. And so Sister Ruth, God bless that grandmother, she took that calendar where Brother Ed had written it down. She had written it down on the day she had written it down and blew it up, brought it to Joel, if I'm correct on this, Joel, gave him a little plaque, a little picture. And Brother Biscoe said to him, if God knew your name, you can never get out of the mind of God. Hallelujah. If your name is in the book. Come on, people. If your name's in the book, no devil, no nothing can get you. Hallelujah. 
You were in the mind of God. Riley was in the mind of God. Come on, Stella. Harper. Michael. Hallelujah. Silas. Michaela. Brielle. Hannah. Jack. Tommy. We had to have children. Because these brothers had to come forth. Me pillars in a church. God doesn't just see the moment. He sees down the road. Amen. He's a prophesier. Don't stand back and say, what means this little church? No, we are the bride. We are the elected. We are the chosen of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So then if my boys were predestinated, children were predestinated, their wives are predestinated. I'll just keep on going. If you want me to keep on going, you're predestinated. (laughs) Come on. I know no man after the flesh, but I'll tell you one thing. I love their flesh. Well, I don't like all their flesh. (laughs) Pretty much most of it anyway. So I don't care. That's how I sound, Brother Sunday, as we get now, we'll just go down to bed. I don't care where your parents are. They're living. God watched over my daddy. Went through a world war. Missed going on a ship by one day. And that ship never came back. But my daddy had to come back. Marry my mother. So they could have me. And the devil tried to get me in my mother's womb. And the doctor said, Roy, who do you want to save? The mother or the baby? And I got put back. And she, he said, of course, Evelyn. He didn't even know me yet. And he didn't want me. <laughs> but God wanted me. No, I didn't say that about my father. No, he wanted me. But when you get into that condition, you want your wives. Right, Brother Joe? You want your wives. But we'll take all our children. I'll not leave my little one behind. Come on. I'm not going to leave my daughter. I'm not going to leave my son. I'm not going to leave my wife. I'm going to leave my husband. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's go on the offense. Victory is mine. Victory is yours. Sister Karen loved the testimony. Handmaiden of the Lord. Doctors say you're going to lose bone. I'm not losing no bone. I remember Karen come telling me. She said, I'm not going to lose no bone. I said, you speak it, Sister Karen. She walks by me. The, the, the doctor said this. The doctor said that. But Jesus said this. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's putting the devil on the run. Who do you want to put on the run this morning? I want to put the devil on the run. Brother Deepak, we're claiming. Ashish, we're claiming. Shekinah, we're claiming them. Why not? Why not? Hallelujah. Can I say the king is roaring? Can I say the queen is roaring too? Under her messenger, she is the final voice to the final age.
She will prophesy again. She will take this message. I haven't even got into those yet. If I just took one of those books, we'll be here an hour. Take the next quote another hour. We'll be here till dinner time. You okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> no, you won't. But that's how the message unfolds. If Samson, as a shadow, can take a lion and rent him like a kid, how about us? That was the shadow of my type. If he did it under a shadow, how about us, Jeff? When that devil comes roaring in our house, devil, don't you come across this porter. You're not coming through this door. I claim everything that God has given me. My wife, my girls, no devil is going to rob me from taking what's mine. Roar! And what did, what did, what did, tell me, Tom, what did, what did Samson do? Did he run? Did he go climb a tree? Oh, you know, I did that one time. Brother Biscoll took me hunting. I digress. But, just to show you how, you know, Brother Bram says not everybody, you know, you, 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 you got a gun. And that's why Bud said, Brother Branham, I didn't want him on my lap, right? And there's a grizzly bear. So, Brother Ed took me hunting. And sure enough, the farmer where we were up with Brother uh, Wayne. And, and there was a grizzly in the area. Right, Brother Ken? Because we, we were like two Elmer Fuds back to back walking down the road. He was behind me. And I'm going forward. We kept together. We were thicker than thieves. But there was a grizzly. And so then Brother Ed took Brother Ken away and they were all hunting somewhere. So, you know, I, you know, I'm a little nervous. This is my first time hunting. I've never hunted before. So I thought, well, man, what if I saw that bear? How fast can I climb that tree? So nobody was around. So I'm a tree climber. No, you can't. Not with a, a gun on, the, on your back. Ever tried to, and a branch gets in between your, and you're trying to climb and the bear's got you already. Samson didn't run. Sorry, friends. He's my type. He fought the challenge. And when that lion roared, Brother Brown said he never had a prayer meeting. He was already prayed up. When you go to work tomorrow, you're already prayed up. When you come to church, I am prayed up. Hallelujah. And when that lion roared, he ripped him. I tell you what, depression, rip it. Come on, rip it. Sickness, rip it. Rip it. You're complex. Rip it. Come on. We're, we're family. Rip your complex apart. Rip it. Well, you know, people said this. And, rip it. Get over it. Hey, how many of us had a trial? Anybody here? I hope it's unanimous. Because if you didn't, you're not in it. So we've had a trial, right? So Brother Bram says in one place, he says, Samson's trial was that lion. And you've had all different trials. But how many of you conquered that lion? Why? Because under prophecy, there was honey in that lion. You've given me your testimonies. You said the devil had me here and the devil had me there. But then God came. Why? Because you're a son of the sun. You're a daughter of the sun. You ripped him. 
And the Bible says that Samson took the honey out of that carcass. It's the same word, turn. He turned to see that honey. The same word that's used in Malachi. And Malachi will turn the hearts of your children. (laughs) He'll restore you back to your fellowship. And when he turned, he saw the honey. After the trial was over, there's honey in the trial. To give to one another. And you say, the devil had me there, but I tore him by the word of God. Jesus came and took away that old devil from me. And can I give you a little my honey? You can get some of these brothers. They can talk for three hours. They'll tell you all about the honey. But there's nothing better than Grand Prairie, Dawson Creek. What do they call that area? Peace River honey. Brother Tim gave me a bucket of honey when we first got up to Dawson Creek. Peace River honey. Brother Ed's been living on that honey. But not the same bucket, mind you. (laughs) How about you? Have you had a trial? But I want you to know this morning, you can rend that lion. You've got the roar of roars. You've got the king of kings. You've got the Lord of lords. May God bless you this morning. And may you, under your messenger, roar again. Stand on thus, saith the Lord. Take the honey of victory, the honey of sinlessness, the honey of freedom, the honey of pardon sin. (laughs) Keep on naming your honey. That's my brand. I don't know about yours. I do like the peace country honey. In fact, there was Brother Isaiah Brooks was staying with us one time. He preached here years ago. And uh, he stayed at our home. And Joanne gave him honey for breakfast for his toast. When he ate that honey, Brother Tim, he says, how do we bottle this? I want to take it to Ohio and ship it to all America. This is the best honey I've ever had. I said, yeah, brother, that's true. But there's another honey. Called the honey in the rock, my brother. And I've been enjoying that honey, haven't you? You've been enjoying it over these last months and years. COVID has gripped the people and their hearts and communism is going and Russia is running down. But don't you worry. Don't fear none of those things. We're under the anointing of another oil called the oil of the Holy Ghost. Why don't we stand? Musicians, why don't you come? Aren't you amazed that he loves you? Aren't you amazed that you're the predestinated chosen of God, Brother Ray? All the way to God bring you from England to here for us. God knew what we needed. Amen. God knows that you all have an integral part to play in this great body. Brother Peter, you've been a real trooper. I appreciate those emails that come by once in a while. It's Brother Peter. God bless you. We love the body of Christ. We love God's children. If God be for us, who can be against us? I'm amazed, Brother Ben, that he loves me. Michael, would you mind? Brother Sunday, if you would get ready, that would be great. I'm amazed.
Maybe there's somebody here that's felt themselves in the jaws of the enemy. And you want to take the word of the Lord this morning. Not the enthusiasm maybe of Brother Tom, but you want to take the word that's turned you into a relationship with God. And you want to rend that devil that's had you in his jaws. And you just want to say this morning, I deny you, Satan. I rebuke you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I'm going to walk into the promises of God. I claim my grandchildren. I claim my children. I claim all that God has given me in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, arms have lifted up throughout the building. My hands are raised. We have some very deep needs, Lord, amongst the body. We remember Brother Henry. The devil's got him in the jaws. But Lord, we want this word to roar forth by your stripes. My brother's healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, hands are raised for other reasons. We've prayed for Brother Ron Spencer. We have prayed for Brother Milko Rabbar. These are great needs that burden our hearts. Lord, let the roar of your word just turn their hearts of faith. May Satan be defeated in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless your people. We rejoice, Lord, Brother Sunday's being baptized. Lord, you have delivered him. Out of the grip of the enemy. Where your prophets scream. Take your hands off of God's property. We pray that you'll bless him now. As we go to baptism. Meet these needs Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. I'm amazed. That you love me. Ooh, I'm amazed.
good to have Brother Tom back. Glory. And man, I want to sing Bloodline. Because the line that roared, you can tell to Satan, there's been a roaring lion that's gone forth. Not as a roaring lion, but the roaring lion. And you can say, Satan, you can't cross this bloodline. Because he's roared. I mean, scripture has gone forth. I mean, whatever you put on your heart, it's done. We can sing, no, it's all right. I want to sing Satan. I just want to tell you, my God has roared. Amen. Let's sing the chorus. After we're finished, would you mind closing for me? Would be okay? All right. Thank you, Michael. What a, what a day. Sunday, Brother Sunday, is being baptized on Sunday. <laughs> Glory. Special. Special. Amen. Can we say Brother Sunday is being buried on the S-O-N day? Amen. Well, there's a, it's a wonderful, a wonderful um, happening that's taking place right now, Brother Sunday. A wonderful thing. The scripture said when the Holy Ghost was being poured out in Acts 2. And a prophecy was given already under Joel that in the last day God will pour out his spirit. And a prophecy was laying there. And now they were seeing 120 bust out of the upper room. Filled with the Holy Ghost. They didn't have a clue. That the prophecy was being fulfilled. God will have a church. Without spot. Without wrinkle. The people of this world don't have a clue what's going on. We're being washed by the water of the word. And so when they saw this happening. Brother Sunday. They asked the question. What meaneth this? What is this all about? But I'm so thankful that Peter, who had the keys to the kingdom, said, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And we don't have to look back 2,000 years ago. We can say today, this is that which was spoken of Malachi 4. That we'd be a people whose hearts have been turned, returned to a relationship with God. Something we've always desired. Always desired, Brother Sunday. And so the Bible goes on to say that they, Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. And Brother Sunday shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. 
And so Peter goes on to say this, and as scripture talks of those then gladly coming to Christ. And then they heard the word gladly receiving the word, and they were baptized. I would say Brother Sunday has gladly received the word of God. Is that true, Brother Sunday? That's very true. Maybe you'd like to say something. Glory to God. I just want to say that the Word of God is very much alive in this church. It is transformational. It is powerful. The Word of God is is alive. Amen. I asked myself, how do I know this? Uh, 2020, I was playing golf, and I, I met a couple of golfing friends, and... If I was to write my story, I would not have written a thousand times myself stepping into this pool to be baptized. Not because I don't want to, it's just because I had my own ways of thinking and my own thoughts. But when I looked at my friends, I started to look at their lives, and there was always something that tied them to this church, and I wanted to know what that was. I digged a little bit deeper and I found out it was the world. Amen. Yeah. About the David Ademara, Dan, all of them. It's, it's, it's amazing what the world is doing for them individually. And right. that's why I've come to also receive that word. Mm-hmm. And I was talking with Brother Jean and, you know, we go back and forth when he tries to get me to be baptized, but I told him, I ha- I, my mind is set, this, this is how what I want, and he said the word will do its thing, it's not him, it's just the word, mm-hmm. so this year I decided to let the word into my mind, I let the word preoccupy my mind, and I told God, you know, I have plans, I have the way I think, but I'm tired of driving, over to you, you drive, ordain my step. I'm just going to preoccupy my mind with the word. And here I am today. Amen. It's led me right to man after God's own heart. <laughs> and yes. Amen, Brother Sunday. Amen. It's nice to have your wife back. Yes. She was away. Sister Toby, you're up there somewhere. God bless you. Nice to have you home. This is a great event. Don't, and we never take it lightly. When a son comes to the word, it means everything. And like Brother Sunday said, we just ate a little bit of honey right there. Did you notice that? (laughs) The lion got rent, and we ate the honey of his testimony. And may the Lord Jesus grant to you all the desires of your heart, Brother Sunday. Amen. Amen. Why don't you stand right here and grab your arm here now. There we go. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Father, this is a great day. Lord, that you dealt with this son of God. You dealt with his heart. You dealt sovereignly. And he started to realize, I can't be the driver. You have to drive this. And so Lord, you dealt sovereignly in his soul. And you reached out and you reached down your hand to Brother Sunday. I pray, Father, you fill him with the Holy Ghost and fire. I pray, God, you'll kindle in his heart the fire of God. Lord Jesus, I pray it'll be a burning light 
shine so bright in this dark age that we're living in. Lord, I pray you'll use him for the kingdom. Anoint him for service. God, we commit him to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, Brother Sunday, by your confession that Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, I baptize you in true Christian baptism in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. What else can you say but amen? amen. <laughs> Let's stand together. Isn't the Lord wonderful? Amen. For every soul that is redeemed into the body of Jesus Christ, He knew them before the foundation of the world. Amen. Were you blessed this morning? Amen. In the Word, I was blessed. I got a little key there to take home with me, and I just was so encouraged by the Word this morning. I want to sing that song. We've sung it a lot lately. Um, his goodness is Paul. The goodness of God. What is that song? Yeah, put it up on the screen. I'm maybe not the one to lead this, but you know, we can sing it together. We can make a joyful noise because His goodness is following us. Can we say we did this? We can't say it at all. Can we say, well, is because I was better than somebody else? Could never say that. All we can say is, blessed be the Lord. His goodness is following us. Amen. The goodness of God. Amen. All my life you have been faithful. That's the one. Amen. Amen. Let's sing this together. And all my life you have been faithful. Yes, Lord. All my life you have been
I'll repeat something Brother Tom said. Have you found the honey? There's, he, he said in the natural, there is no honey like Peace River honey. Peace River country. Those of you that are familiar with it, it's some of the purest, sweetest honey you'll ever taste in your life. And I'm not marketing it. I'm just saying it's some of the nicest stuff you'll ever find. But something sweeter is the honey that comes from the midst of the trial. Many times we look at the trial and we fail to see the honey. Often we'll go through things. But if you'll stay with it, you'll let God direct your eyes. Because blessed are your eyes, for they see. Blessed are your ears, for they hear. If you'll let God do the directing, He will direct you to the honey. The devil will direct you to the hardship. The devil will show you how hard it was or is. But God will show you the value. Let's bow our heads together. Wonderful. Blessed Redeemer. I pray, Lord, that everybody in this place, everybody that's watching this service can sing that song from their hearts. All my life, you have been faithful. Your goodness has run after us, O God. You have appointed our footsteps. In this life is much sorrow. In this life are many trials. But out of all of those things, Lord, there is much value. There is much honey in the molding of our lives to prepare us for a place of perfect character, of a perfect expression of your word. I want to say thank you for all of it. Thank you, Lord, for all the preparation. And I believe, Lord, that I'm not alone this morning, but I'm standing with a group of people that, Lord, you have directed their thoughts towards the honey of their life. The value, oh, Lord, that you're bringing out of them, the sometimes untapped resources, oh, God, that can only be brought out in a life in a certain way, and only you know that way. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for every healing. We thank you, Lord, for using us. Allowing us, oh God, like you heard this at the end of the service, Brother Sunday, and the ones that he mentioned, that spoke to him, lives that testified that there is a God, and that there is a power of the Word, 
and that there is an eternal something eternal to be received more than just the 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 ways that we choose for ourselves in this life lord we lay that all at your feet this morning if there be anyone here this morning that is not done yet that yet may they yet lord say my life is in your hands and i surrender myself to your goodness according as you would direct my footsteps we commit our ways to you lord and we thank you for your blessings thank you for this service bless brother sunday lord we know that you have blessed him and lord may you continually direct his footsteps bless his wife that's here lord everyone that has come to the service and everyone that is watching bless them each and every one we pray as we commit this service into your hands in jesus christ's name amen and all my life you have been Bless you. The service is dismissed. Greet one another as you go.